0: When it's all said and done. When the pads are all packed up. The refs have packed away the whistles. And the parking lots are empty. One show with three obsessive fans still wanna have their say. And because this is triple M, and because we really don't give a rat, we say, why the hell not? Please welcome AH, Chris, and Rose. We are in for something special! This
1: is the back row. Footy from the cheap seats on Triple M.
0: Yeah, hi. That was a devastating game right there. Aww. My beautiful St George Illawarra Dragons oh, yes. getting absolutely smashed Aww. by the Parramatta Eels at ANZ Stadium. Big thanks to the Triple M call team for making sure we didn't miss a second of it. Yep. Dan Ganane, Gordon Talis, Ryan Girdler, Billy Harrigan, and Brent Reid on the sideline. Good stuff, boys. This is the back row with AH Chris and Rose. We're just three footy fans who, this Origin week, are once again balls deep in our <laughs> s- footballs. Go
2: the Blues, Eden's,
0: in our support of the mighty New South Wales Blues. I'm AH Kaylee, Chris Gale behind Blue Eyes. How are you going?
2: A.H., I'm feeling very rambunctious this evening. Ooh. I don't know what that means, but Dan Ganane uh, <laughs> used that word in the call today. And I think it was when he was referring to the fact that Gareth Widdop might be having interclub relations with the Parramatta wives. So I'm feeling <laughs> rambunctious. I also am extremely excited by origin. Go get to see Tyson Frizzle and the boys run around on Wednesday. <laughs> I was looking forward to taking
1: you all along, but I decided not to invite you to come with me.
2: Oh,
0: well, Andrew Rose. Oh, you bloody blew it, mate. Well, How are you going?
1: Good, thank you, A.H. It's a big weekend here in Sydney, the uh, end of Vivid Festival last night, and everyone was out and about. And it's also Supernova this weekend down at uh, Homebush. I'm sure the footy fans and the cosplay fans were mixing outside the stadium. You couldn't early. tell them apart. No. <laughs> It's been good. Thank you, A.H. Uh,
0: Look, in this hour, a lot to talk about, including but not limited to Origin 2, Missions Impossible and a hot dog deficit. What does it all mean? How the NRL is about to boost the trend of Brazilians in the game, and we... Don't mean Brazilian players, and we're suspending our make how. <laughs> Let's go again. It's going really well, and we're suspending our hate manly again campaign this Origin week. We'll be asking what you hate about the Maroons a bit later on. Stick around. The footy finishes here. The back row <laughs> on Triple M with uh, bloody Ah Chris and Rose. Yep. Look, it's uh, Origin 2017. Game yeah, 2 17 Game 2 Coming up this Wednesday State of Origin Two teams One cup Chris Gale
2: uh... <laughs> Jeez Again I have no idea To what you're referring <laughs> to. Of
0: course Chris Gale There are a lot of key issues About this game That you want to unpack for us
2: So I've just decided To do a
1: little bit of Crystal ball gazing
0: For oh. Origin 2 Wait oh. hang on
1: Stop Is that your Is that crystal ball You got it That's awful <sighs> It's what I do And speaking
2: of... It's so
0: stressful being the only one with talent on this (laughs) show.
2: Yeah, I bet. (laughs) You're speaking my language, AH. Mm. And look, I mean, after all the Kevolution revolution and the death of pick and stick and the shuffling (laughs) and the reorganising and the deck of cards reappearing, of course, Jonathan Thurston is back playing in the number six jersey for the Queensland Maroons. And when JT speaks, we listen. In reference to Game 2, he had this to say. uh, The Blues played extremely well. And the reality of it is we have to go down there and do the Mission Impossible. (laughs) Oh, no. So what are the issues facing (laughs) the Queensland Maroons with Mission Impossible on Wednesday night? Well, first of all, the game itself. So JT says that it's impossible for them to win and then goes on to say, I'm fully confident we can get the job done. I'm confused already. Yeah, what? I'm under no illusions it's going to be easy. Well, that's not surprising because it's impossible. <laughs> but he says we're going to be able to do it. That's the reality. Well, I
0: think perhaps he's a fan of the, uh, the, I mean, of course, everyone is of the philosopher Seneca the Younger, who always said that pessimism is a great way to live a happy life because if you are pessimistic about something, you expect the worst outcome. If you're right, no surprise. If you're wrong, super happy. That's
1: why I'm always so happy, eh?
0: A-H. I was about to say, with your tipping,
1: <laughs>
2: you, you lost me at philosopher. <laughs> And so, uh, no doubt Queensland have got their problems, but I think there are broader problems and it's the fans who are facing real crisis points at Origin 2 this week. First of all, in the inevitable reality, as opposed to what Jonathan thinks is impossible, Mm -hmm. that the Blues win the Shield... Why is it that they don't get to be presented with the Shield out at ANZ on Wednesday night?
0: Yeah. It it has to be a broadcasting thing, right? Because they they get it after the third game, even if they win the second. That's the the situation. If
2: they win on Wednesday, they go up to some core for Game 3, get towel by 50. They're still meant to celebrate winning the Shield. that's stupid. Surely the powers that be could sort that out.
1: Yeah, they should be allowed to. If we win on Wednesday and we get the trophy, we should be allowed to take it with us to the game on Game 3, get off the bus, holding it. We get to run out on the field. Shield holding the trophy. That I've, should be the way.
2: I've imaginatively titled that issue Shield Gate, but it's really <laughs> Catering Gate that all fans should be concerned about because I've seen the numbers and they don't look good, guys.
0: Catering Gate.
2: Catering Gate. What's wrong? Well, they have provided for 800 kegs of beer. Okay. Okay. So for that's,
0: for the, the team camps. No, yeah, that's right. For the bonding <laughs> sessions. At the Star are having Casino. a great time at the yeah, Pre drinks.
2: So that's 100 people per keg. I could just about accept that, uh-huh. but these aren't the numbers for the food that will be available out at ANZ on Wednesday. 12,000 meat pies, Mm -hmm. 15,000 buckets of hot chips, Mm -hmm. 10,000 hot dogs, 10,000 hamburgers, and these maybe won't jump off the shelf, 8,000 fresh sandwiches and rolls. Now I've done the maths, and that's 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 at least twenty
1: five thousand items short of yeah. one item per person. That's nowhere yeah. near yeah. enough. The game. It, there's going to be a crisis at game two. There's not going to not going to be enough food not, and yeah. not enough hot chips clearly for everyone.
0: Crisis situation. Yeah. yeah, because well, I I love nothing more than a good stadium hot dog. Yeah. I also love the food. No, yeah. no. Um, and often if I'm at a game, I'll celebrate the fact that you know I'm not going to ANZ that often. I'll get myself two.
1: Oh right, go yeah. classy, go two. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm with you, Chris. That's not enough food oh. for an Origin game two.
2: So, I leave you with these thoughts. It's going to be impossible for Queensland to win the Origin, and it's going to be impossible for us to get a good feed. Go the Blues! (laughs) Go the Blues! Go the
0: Blues! This is The Back Row with A.H., Chris and Rose on Triple M Sydney. And on this show, we cram it full of lots of great content, but we also do extra content that we put on the podcast, The Back Row Catch-Up on iTunes or your favourite podcasting app. Uh, So, yeah, get on to that. We're hoping to eventually beat the grill team in the ratings. I think it's entirely realistic. Um, So, yeah, get on there. Look, we unfortunately do have to talk about that Melbourne Cowboys game. This is a Sydney station. We, you know, we usually don't... um, Go into st- oh, whatever. You're yeah. rattled.
2: You're rattled <laughs> by the fact you're talking about a non-Sydney no, game. No, no, she's you? rattled I because the Dragons just got touched yeah, up. Do you know why. what?
0: I actually think it is. Yeah. I'm feeling two I'm weeks feeling in a row weird. Two also, also row. I've been sick as a dog. And I nearly fainted on last week's <laughs> show. But yeah, that's insane. Anyway, so I'll oh, just take over, boy.
1: Okay, great. <laughs> Melbourne Storm played the Cowboys Chris. in
2: front of seventeen thousand one hundred and twenty-four people, which
1: is a kind of a large amount for a Melbourne Cowboys game on a quiet weekend before the Origin. Correct? Nine.
2: Yeah absences due to origin, split round. Nine. Something's in the water down in Melbourne. How did they get 17,000 punters to that fixture? That's, yeah. that's the big philosophical question that what, comes Did they
1: there. just lie to him and tell him it's AFL?
2: <laughs> Something like that, yeah. <laughs> they just it's sort like of sloughed game? off excess traffic from the G because those grounds are near to each other.
1: Look, it, it was an interesting game. You're saying nine players are missing. They, they, it did open the gates for some of the young talent to come through and shine in that game, which was a real highlight for me in that game. Uh, Curtis Scott uh, scoring his first try for the Storm uh, and also that amazing, uh, the junior Kangaroos captain Brodie Croft kicking that field goal in the end to win a Golden Point. Okay, uh,
2: he, here's my issue with this. Okay. okay. Curtis Scott, Brodie Croft. Okay. All these wonderful Melbourne talented kids. Mm-hmm. Mm. They haven't appeared from any junior system. They just appeared out of nowhere. Now there's been a
3: lot nice. of has been a
2: lot of speculation over the years that the storms they're you know somewhat robotic that there's something going on with electronics and yep. cyborgs and things like that. I think it's a little bit more sinister than that. What do you mean? I could I, mean, I watched the game. I couldn't tell the difference between Brody Croft and Cooper Cronk oh. from where I was sitting. They looked exactly the same. They played the same. <laughs> the execution of the field goal was the same. I
0: don't. Look, cra- it, Perhaps it was the same model robot and they just sort of put, oh. like, a different skin on it. Like, they had a second one. Right. Probably, yeah.
1: So Either there's a conveyor belt of rugby league players coming out of some machinery-type uh, uh, warehouse or we've got a Dolly the Sheep situation here where they're cloning players.
0: Oh, I haven't I, heard from, about Dolly in a long time. I know, it's been a
1: while since we talked about Dolly. Why? Because Melbourne Storm have suppressed the news <laughs> of
2: cloning so they can clone <laughs> these players. By the way, when you think about Dolly the Sheep, how tough would it have been to be the second sheep clone? Because <laughs> yeah. like the second man on the moon, I mean, everybody remembers Neil Armstrong, but yep. who was the other guy, yeah, yep. right? Look, who I'll... was the second was sheep?
0: Buzz Aldrin. Oh, come on. But it's royal, no one remembers Watson. the third guy because yeah, yeah. he, well, he didn't get to step outside. Yeah, Imagine yeah. going to the moon yeah. and you're not allowed to step outside. Yeah, it was
2: Michael Collins. But anyway... <laughs>
0: So oh, he was in he was in the right stuff, wasn't he? <laughs> no, I'm thinking sorry, I'm thinking of the Easter rising well, I, leader. No, I don't know about I, you
1: guys. I the second sheep. I was a big fan of Steve the second sheep. So yeah. <laughs> no, Steve did great work. No,
2: I think you're onto a point here, Rose. They say that Des Hasler's the man scientist. I think it's Craig Bellamy. I suspect because it is the biotechnology capital of Australia, Melbourne. Mm, yes, that there is player cloning going on. Yeah, and I think that if you actually look closely at the footage of the crowd, you'll find about three or four thousand humans, <laughs> and the rest are just androids. It's like <laughs> one of those video games where the crowd's just all one person clapping in unison. <laughs> and, and if you want to, if you really a want simulation, th- yeah.
0: Rick and Morty. Yeah,
2: exactly. If you want any more evidence that the conspiracy or the fix is in. <laughs> Billy Slater trying to deflect attention from the genius the mad evil genius that is Craig Bellamy described bellyache today as oh the coach is just a fruit loop <laughs> wait a fruit loop a fruit loop a what, breakfast cereal what? sugary over energized well, colorful
0: that is one way to describe a mad scientist isn't it
1: yeah for, for, <laughs> sugary colorful It's a weird explanation.
0: Happy Pride. I
2: hope the Australian government is listening because I don't think they've had any ethical approval for this. But those Melbourne kids last night powering their team to the Golden Point victory, I don't believe they're kids at all.
1: Mr. Bellamy, what is that young child in a glass water... Is that a young rugby league? No, nothing to see there. Look away! It's like alien, a- it's a- alien coming it all yeah. over. It's an like evangelion. Yeah, exactly. Neon
0: Genesis Evangelion. They're breeding
1: the next generation
0: down oh, there in Melbourne, and I'm there scared. You go.
1: I've got it. I've never watched
2: it.
0: Well, look. Speaking of players, another player uh, is, is Jared Hayne. That's a fact. He is another player, That's and true. apparently he's very tired. Um, so we'll be talking about that right after this. It's Triple M. <laughs> I'm AH Kaylee Gale, How are you going?
2: I don't think we've covered the St. George loss enough. A-H. I agree. I agree.
0: I hate to say this, but St. George Illawarra loss. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll always correct you on that one, but I didn't want to on this one. Um,
2: yeah. I, I stand corrected, but I mean, you know, they talked about this could be a turning point for Parramatta, which would be about their seventh turning point this season. Mm. <laughs> but I do think for St. George Illawarra, there is real concern. I obviously notice a few of your boys are out, like Frizzle and Co., but. Yep. Uh, I'm I'm not sure. I mean, there was a concern that they've gone away from what was getting them successful, which was running hard and straight, and <laughs> which was to- playing well, getting around the edges. <laughs> yeah. uh, how do you feel? Nervous? Optimistic,
0: Andrew Rose. How are you going? <laughs> oh, there
1: you go. I'm good, thank you. Ah, yeah,
2: all it.
0: right, Tigers fan. <laughs> I'm
1: currently 2018. watching 2018. I'm currently watching Godzilla stand. Godzilla, Godzilla, Godzilla stand over a big pile of fish and eat them. It reminds me of last week's game when the Dogs touched up the Illawarra uh. Steelers, uh, and I'm feeling great about that. The Dogs are back. Redemption. Yeah. Ah, Redemption.
0: So, point of reference, there is a, a TV playing in the studio. He hasn't just ducked out and I gone said- to the movies. Also, I love that you said Godzilla. Like I think he, he and he and and, and Spider-Man run like a deli together in New York. Anyway, we should get to the topic we we're going to talk about. Um, Jared Haynes has come out with some uh, news this week. So I'm really struggling tonight. He
2: was across all media platforms today about talking about in origin how he went to hell and back. Oh, yeah. mm. and I think, no, no,
0: he went to America and back. Well, <laughs> you, got it, you got it wrong, Jared.
2: Same difference in this post-Trump era and well, it's sort of kind of contemporary Trump era really, isn't it?
1: Fake news. <laughs>
2: Paul Keating? No. Um, and so, what Jared has discovered is that 80 minutes of Origin 1 is a little bit more physically taxing than 27 minutes in about 17 <laughs> NFL games over an entire season. Yeah,
1: uh, right. Uh, yeah, he seems a bit... Uh, pu- I mean, a lot of players are puffed after Origin, though. BMO's missed uh,
0: the game. I'm puffed after Origin. Yeah, yeah. And well,
2: you guys have got a punishing schedule coming up after Origin, too. You've got to get over to New Zealand and up yeah. to Townsville. And- I
1: don't have a job with the dogs uh, oh, the for dog like a month. Right. Yeah, yeah. After the we, bye, we're on the road for a while. We're going to play New Zealand next week and stuff. It's going to be tough.
2: And you've got a game in Reykjavik after that. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. A, I mean, the NRL has really got to look at scheduling as a priority. <laughs> But look, when Haynes speaks, we all listen, and yes. I think we get an insight into what Origin is like and what it'll be like in the cauldron <laughs> that is ANZ on Wednesday when we hear Harri- Jared describe what it was uh, in Origin One Out at some core. Here we go. I was rooted, <laughs> Haines said. I actually collapsed in the change rooms. I was spewing up, and language warning here, I was sitting there going, Michael Luck... I could be the first centre to get substituted. I, I think that could be an origin history. I don't think any centre has ever suffered the anonymity of being substituted during an origin game. He had a look and Dugas was behind me. I'm collapsing and he was just that. Buggered as well. He was looking at me like a zombie. I'm not sure whether he was saying that Dugan was the zombie or he was yeah. thinking that Jared looked like a zombie. Yeah, Dugan was
0: searching for some brains.
2: But what I love, what I love about No, Hayne, I love him though. Good on him. Yeah, He's right back in the commercial swing of things because the quote concludes... My legs just got like jelly. It was weird, man. I was actually walking (laughs) to the bathroom. We'd sat down. We'd spoken. And I was just trying to get some water and some Powerade into me. Always thinking of the sponsors. So uh, Jared's really had a bit of a wake-up call. And he needs to be on his game for uh, Will Chambers in Origin 2 on Wednesday.
1: I agree. Look, I do sympathise a little bit with uh, Jared Hayne here, or Harrod Jane, as you like to call him, because he does have the weight of the world. That's his drag name. Yes. <laughs> he has the weight of the world on his shoulders right now. He's got to perform for the Blues. He's got to get up there and do the Hayne plane thing. But also the Titans are really struggling when he's not around, as, as shown by the game this weekend. And yep. I think there's one thing we can be sure about, is that no Hayne plane makes the Titans' game play lame. Really good stuff.
0: Oh my God. Go to a song, Felix. Guys? Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, baby.
1: Screaming Jets.
0: This is the back row in Sydney's Triple M. Um, Big news this week. Why do I. Why am I saying big news this week so much? I don't much?
1: know, AH. Because it was a big news week.
0: I was a bit. I don't know what's up with my brain. This is great. No. I
1: love watching the Dragons lose. AH loses a really mind. Cope,
2: she doesn't cope well with no. situations of stress, I it's guess just so. a game. <laughs>
1: You're still in the eight, okay? Yeah, if anything, I wish the Dragons scored a bit more points. It would have been a closer game. You know? I, I agree.
2: I yeah. really would have enjoyed if they got uh, maybe another try with 15 minutes ago. would have made the game a bit more exciting.
1: Yeah, yeah, more exciting,
2: yeah. See,
0: I don't hate you guys for saying that. <laughs> I know that you hate it when I say that. When you're Because t- it would have been an interesting game. Would have got the heart pumping. Yep. Yeah, sure. I <laughs> don't think my heart's pumping that much tonight. I'm completely rooted. I'm like Jared Haynes.
2: <laughs> Fortunately, they have oxygen yeah. here in the Triple M studio. They do. So mm, yeah. If needed. Plus one of those clear machines. (laughs) Is that the (laughs) official name for it? Uh,
1: Clear. (laughs) The clear machine.
2: Now I know what those tubes of jelly were for. I was getting confused. I was feeling feeling a bit rambunctious before, but anyway.
0: (laughs) Go on. What's Andrew Fafita doing?
2: Well, this is not a man who's just turned the corner. He's like doing the Indianapolis. He's just going around corners all the time. Andrew Mm. Fafita is back. He is the heart and soul of the New South Wales Origin team. And he's also having an eye towards the future. So, it's been reported in the press today that he's actually going through the process of having his forever family neck tattoo removed. Right. Not because he's against the idea. In fact, he's certainly looking forward to his nephew when he turns 18 getting a tattoo, but he thinks it shouldn't be publicly visible because he's learning that having neck tattoos affects your employment prospects. <laughs> <laughs> Our panel, opera- panel operator Felix was denied several. Oh. several opportunities yeah. until he got... I don't um, think
0: it's the neck that's the problem. I think it's having the white of your eyes tattoo. <laughs> it's, it's a bit weird. It's like
2: wearing a mouse suit with a collar. I
1: yeah. never thought I'd see someone with too many neck tattoos, but Felix is the walking example of this. <laughs> it's tremendous. And um, and
2: he says, forever not my family. Is that right, Felix? But um, you, you didn't have to get a tattoo
1: for every jail you've been in, Felix.
2: Fafita who's now studying a diploma in becoming a juvenile justice worker focused on teenager oh, that's that's with mental health issues. That's it's fantastic. Good.
0: I was laughing about Felix. I wasn't laughing
2: about that. 100%. So he's... he's He's actually a man not only prepared to suffer on the field, he's suffering off the field. He says, to get the tattoo removed, it's seriously a minute of work each session. But my goodness, he really has cleared up. His, cleaned up his <laughs> game, hasn't he? Gosh, golly me. My goodness. <laughs> Can you believe it's the most painful minute you'll experience? <laughs> it hurts so much more than getting an actual tattoo. For a tattoo, I would sit there all day and get it. They hurt. But this is another level. Wow.
1: So, so it's only, it only takes a minute to remove the tattoo? And it's just no, a well, you, can, you can only you have stand ongoing, a session. I, I don't you have know if, ongoing
2: sessions. I don't know. If if it's just like a if step pe- up, step. People are involved in that. But that's an interesting insight that you really suffer getting them, but well, you really suffer getting yeah, rid of them. Yeah.
1: I'd be really disappointed if the removal process was painless and easier than getting the tattoo. I mean, you've got to pay the price for getting a neck tattoo, and that is it. So there's more good
2: news. Oh, for all me.
0: right, good there, on There's more true. good. Fo- OK, mum.
1: <laughs> there's more good football
2: related news for beauticians. Oh, really? Because whole income streams are opening up as rugby league players change their attitudes and their orientation. Mm. Mm-hmm. So uh it was revealed this week that the Cronulla Sutherland Sharks, riding, boys. yeah, the Sharky, Sharky Boys. boys yep. Congratulations on your win last night boys. Well yep. played. Good stuff Sharky Boys. Next coming from a Tigers fan. Uh, uh considering in 2018 introducing a club-wide hair follicle testing regime no. under 18s mm. youth yes. groups, all the grade players yes. I mean uh, to assess whether they're using illicit substances.
0: Right. Well there is an easy way around this, isn't it? Just shave shave your head.
2: Do the clemmer. Well, <laughs> there, there's, there's two issues here. First of all, I mean, immediately it looks good for people who are, you know, in businesses like advanced hair and so forth, because right. players will get around it by getting the, the implants, the extensions. Right. And they're already ahead
1: of this because mm-hmm.
2: they're looking... Just
0: like new implants, like, oh, I smoked some weed, I did some coke, better get some new implants, <laughs> <Yeah>. take these <laughs> ones out.
1: Yeah, is it like the peeing in the cup thing? Do you replace, you, you know, you, you could get other wee and use it to get through the test? Can you get your hair replaced by someone else's hair now? Well, I think
2: we're all familiar that drugs in sport is a contest between the cheaters and the non-cheaters. And the sharks. And yes... <laughs> you, <yeah. laughs> correct. And urine swapping. Let's face it, who hasn't done it? Mm. But yep. of course, they, they, they're realizing that there's other places where they can go apart from the head. I think the nether regions.
1: Yeah. Oh. oh, yeah. That's right. There's more than hair on your head, Chris. And already this is opening up a black market in pubic wigs, aka merkins. Ah, the merk, the, the black market merkin industry. I was waiting to see how many weeks of this show would take us to talk <laughs> about the black market merkin industry. Well, yes, yeah.
0: because you're quite deep in that, aren't you? I am Rose?
1: Expert. That's how I make my living off this radio station. That, that's right, and because I mean, it's quite a complicated business Because
2: the guy goes Come with me mate Come with me mate You go around the corner yep. They open the back of the van very discreetly <laughs> And there's just a range Because like when you're painting your house yep. You know Or you're buying a cut, You've got a colour
1: match <laughs> <laughs> a Merkin van. So
2: right. they got
0: like a Dulux, uh colour swatch Ex-
1: box. Yeah. Exactly right. Like book. I used to make a lot of money at the Easter show. I'd wear a big trench coat and just have all the Merkins underneath the trench coat there at the That's Easter show. That's amazing because
0: none of those kids wanted one.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I was selling to a young audience and, work. And so there's this industry. I mean, you you being of the,
2: uh, the red-haired variety would be, you know, a little bit more challenging, I would imagine. What? you got a bit of salt and pepper in
1: there. I mean, you have to get the blend exactly right. Are you kidding me? I've, I've made so much money off my Merkins because I have such a... Unique hair colour, mm.
2: and those wanting to play outside of the game, they go. Okay, it's now our time to return serve. So they're going down the waxing Brazilian route. I think there's a whole lot of people in our community who will be nuding up mm. come follicle
1: testing time.
2: So I guess Solidarity. what
0: you're,
1: I guess what you're saying is, if a player does a full body wax, he's guilty. Put him away now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yes. Oh, hell yeah. Wow. The back row on Sydney's <laughs> Triple M. We were talking about uh, tattoo removals. Uh, uh, Fafita, of course, getting his neck tattoo removed. And Sally rang in on 13353. You work at No Regrets Tattoos, is that correct? That's great? right. Yep. No
3: Regrets tattoo removal. Yep. Right. Oh, so, regarding the Fafita
0: mm-hmm. neck tattoo situation, you you want to yes. take us through the process?
3: Sure, sure. Um, so with, it's a, it's pretty straightforward. It just takes quite a, a long time to get rid of a tattoo completely. So um, the laser will break up the ink that is um, that is sitting there into tiny particles, so that the immune system basically metabolizes it out out of the system.
1: So Sally, um, is through... the, does the pain come from a major laser just being shot into your neck? Is that where the main <laughs> amount of the pain is, or? <laughs>
3: Laser is light and it's attracted to pigment. So Ah. the,
1: uh,
3: the pigment, the darker the pigment, the more light it absorbs. So that is where you, the sensation comes from. Right. But you know, it's it, it, it's all pain is a very interesting subject in itself. Telling, you're telling you're, me. You're, yeah, tell me we'd about love it. to
2: talk more about it. Hi, Sal. It's Chris here. Um, hey, Chris. Now, when Andrew Fafita says the session lasts for a minute, is that true, or is he just a big baby? No, yeah,
3: it's big baby. <laughs> no, <well>. no. <laughs> no, no. Look, it, it lasts a bit longer than that, but. You know, I find the bigger they are, the harder they
1: fall. Quite frankly, nice, <laughs> nice, Sally. And
0: Sally, are you seeing a real uptick in um, NRL players wanting to get rid of their neck tattoos?
3: Oh well, not not so much the neck, but certainly the pla- oh. there's a few
0: players that come in. Yeah, oh, <laughs> oh, Sally, that one to the bank. <laughs> thanks so much for filling us in on the process. All the best. You're welcome. Thanks Thank Sal. You very bye, much. bye Bye. See, you,
3: see ya. Bye.
0: Something I just realised as well, I should have said this b- back before I say goodbye to Sally. We've all seen Austin Powers, right? Yeah. yeah Andrew maybe. Fafita, Sharks player... He's a shark with frickin' laser beams on his <laughs> neck. Is it too hard to ask for some sharks
1: with some frickin' laser
2: beams?
0: <laughs> on their necks.
1: Can we play some Alan Parsons Project,
2: please? Oh, God.
0: <laughs> this is the back row on Sydney's Triple M, and we are suspending our Hate Manly Again campaign for this Origin Week. Instead, we want to know, what do you hate about the Maroons? Let's get the hate fired up. Let's get everyone fired up. One, yeah, triple, baby. three, five, three. How long three. You What do you hate about the Maroons? <laughs>
1: Ah, fly away.
0: <laughs> every song, every song. I open my mouth and Rose goes, ah. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, God, I didn't mean it like that.
1: <laughs>
2: that was Dirty Boulevard by Lou Reed off the seminal New York album. Thank you, Chris sadly miss Lou Reed.
1: Yeah.
0: Look, it is, unless you're listening to the podcast, but maybe even if you are because of a coincidence, the back row catch up on iTunes and your favourite podcasting app, 7.23 p.m., but it's also time for now on Triple M's back row. Just the tip. Whoa! Just the tip. Oh, please, just the tip. Just
1: the tip. tip. Bobbity boo, ladies and gentlemen, we're <laughs> back again. Tip it to me, baby. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> Guys, okay, fair enough. No, I love that one. I
2: like <laughs> that Ultimate
1: nineties. Yeah, thank you very much. Uh, now uh, let's do the scores as they stand. I'm uh, you didn't. Uh, Rose, that's me, and AH have had a good tipping round. Chris, not so crash hot this week. Only one tip correct. That puts you into third place, 69 points.
0: Nice. Yep.
1: Second place, one point ahead.
0: Sorry, sorry, let that settle for a second. How many points?
1: 69 points. Okay, now you can keep going. Okay, and AH on second place, one point ahead on 70 points. And now only, oh no, still four points ahead. I'm kicking butt this year. 74 points. It's the Rose Man.
0: Oh, good on you, Felix. takes
1: Felix. At least someone supports me. You, you asked see...
0: him to do that, didn't you? No, you organised it. Yes. You were like, hey, Felix...
1: Because every like, week... Play me
0: some applause. I can't get any of my own. Yeah, because
1: every week I get first place and you guys just stonewall me. So I need some children to support me. What did you get that off a of Sesame Street album? Or yes, my favourite Sesame yeah. Street album. Thank you very much. I, I actually... Play school? I, I learned a lot from Sesame now, Street. Now, Chris, I don't want to offend you. I know you like chronological order. Should we do New South Wales, Queensland first? Of course we should. Okay, let's do New South Wales versus Queensland Wednesday night, game two. It's now or never for the Blues. we got to win this one at home. It's all the Blues all the way.
0: Yeah, it's now or never. Or never, or Game three. But yeah, I'm going for the blues. Yeah. This this might get me a lot of hate, but again, I often talk about how I, I enjoy the game, I enjoy the theatre of it, all that kind of thing. A tiny part of me hopes we lose this no, no, one. Only, on. only just only oh, just let me on. get it out. Here we go only against, just man. like golden point or something, something to make us all really angry, and then we trounce them in game three.
1: And you call me on Australian. You just I, I look
0: I know. <laughs> how I mean dare you? you
1: you
2: just simply do not want that to happen. Can you imagine what's going to happen up at some court if the series is on the line? Yeah, it's not it's I gonna mean, happen. Even Cohen Hess will be an Announcing his retirement <laughs> just to get more emotional <laughs> juice into the game with its first this last game I'm seriously not,
0: I'm not proud of it no
1: I wouldn't be proud
2: of but it I'm, I'm, I'm not I'm... proud
1: of you <laughs> <laughs> okay guys focus uh, we have a full we have to round be
0: honest about our thoughts you know we ha- calm the
1: blues <laughs> yeah, no. but yeah go the
0: blues go we the blues.
1: have a full round we've got to get to it guys this is good footy's back club footy Friday night Mount Smart Stadium in NZ it's the Warriors v the Dogs I'm backing the Dogs to win away I saw Wonder Woman last night she's a warrior Had to be an omen. Go the Warriors.
2: Would you love
0: the Warriors? I'm going Bulldogs.
1: Bulldogs. Also Friday night. Two games on Friday night. Campbelltown Stadium. It's the Tigers versus the Titans
0: go the Titans.
1: Right. You're going to go back on the Titans bandwagon, eh? Yeah.
0: They got touched up this week. Our young lads learned... The Titans uh, did get touched up this week. (laughs)
1: That's true.
2: Our young lads learned a few lessons down at SCG Stadium last night, and those lessons will be brought to bear in a fantastic Tigers victory at Campbelltown come Friday night.
1: Well, guys, this week's an interesting one because there's a lot of close games and I have some points to burn. So I'm going to take a chance here. I think the Titans played uh, subpar this week, and the Tigers looked really strong in that game. I'm back in the Tigers as well. Thanks, brother. No. No worries. Saturday, uh, 1-300 Smiles Stadium. It's the Cowboys versus the Panthers.
0: I'm going the Cowboys. You're
1: going back the Cowboys, Chris Gale? I am also going the Cowboys. We are all unanimously backing the Cowboys. Uh, Also on Saturday, GIO Stadium. It's the Raiders versus the Broncos in Canberra. I'm backing the Broncos here. I've never heard anything
2: sadder than Sticky Stewart's press conference after the last-minute loss to the Panthers last week. Yeah. And I feel that the boys will do it for Sticky. Wow.
0: Mm. No, Yeah, see, I think um, we saw how the Broncos played in the against the warriors over in New Zealand in mm. the like last sort of origin round with totally depleted teams and they were absolutely terrible. So yeah, I'm not going the Broncos on this one. I'm going you, on the Raiders. You,
2: you realize they get their origin players back for this game.
1: Yeah, but you never you never
2: know no, that's but the risk, sorry, right? But what I mean exhausted. is that
0: they'll be exhausted. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's
1: the risk. You don't know who's going to get hurt in these kind of games. Like the Cowboys, we all back the Cowboys, but if JT's done in this origin game, the Cowboys are going to really struggle against the Panthers there. Yeah. Uh, the last game on Saturday evening, Adelaide Oval. It's the Roosters v. The Storm. Storm. Storm for AH. Chris Gale? Oh, look, I think I need to go a little bit
2: with my heart and I'll go the Chookies.
1: Oh, wow. Okay, well, the, the Storm have not done me wrong yet this season, so I'm going to continue to back the Storm. Sunday, doubleheader. UOW Jubilee Oval. University of Wollongong.
0: University of Wollongong.
1: Ah,
2: Dragons creep- v. Knights. We're
0: creeping up there. The Illawarra side's what taken book- over. What a- Watch yourself, St. George. Yeah,
2: what a bookish bunch of football nerds. You guys are sponsored by a university. Mean, you know, the world is coming to an end.
0: One of my ex-boyfriends like before I knew him, he played um, footy for the University of Wollongong and the team was called the Books.
2: Oh, the Books. Ugh. They
0: were called the Books. What we, a learning
2: experience. Was he already an ex-boyfriend before you knew him? Is that is that what you uh, were just saying there? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you would <laughs> say to people, I'm going out with this guy and it he, turns out he never actually... Here's the other actually... thing.
0: He was from Kizoola. Um, and he went to uh, Wollongong on a, on a scholarship because he played so well. He was a hooker uh, and he played uh, leagues so well. And so everyone was like, holy God, we're getting this real like right. tough shit player coming in. Oh, yep. wow. He's not at all a tall man. Wow. So they were expecting like this big beefy thing. He walked in and his nickname became Little Greg Hunt.
1: Oh, there you go. And what about the dragons Knights game? Who's going to win?
0: <laughs> dragons, of course.
1: <laughs> They're playing? Yeah.
2: Go on, Chris. Oh, look, I think that uh, St. George has to win, and I need the Knights not to win.
1: Well, as I said, I've got points to burn, and the Dragons look like garbage right now, so I am backing the Knights. (coughs) Wow, Uh, And the last game, Sunday, Arvo, Southern Cross Group Stadium, Sharky Boys versus the Manly Boys. Go,
0: Sharky Boys.
1: Yes, the Sharky Boys. I am backing Manly, ladies and gentlemen. I'm doing some upsets this week. I'm going to try and put some points on the board you're both backing the Sharky Boys. Fair enough. That's another round of tipping. Felix, hit me one time.
0: That's how I play <laughs> just the tip. Triple M Sydney, A.H. Chris Rose, the back row, all those components. Mush mm. them together and what do you get? The back row with A.H. Chris and Rose on Triple M Sydney. Nice. Sweet. Conrad Hurrell had a bit, of a bit of a tough one this week.
1: He did. He's a naughty boy, that Conrad Hurrell. He's got a short temper.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: South versus the Titans.
1: Yes. Friday night. Yeah. There was only 7,000 people at ANZ Stadium. And that was when South rang uh, a campaign,
2: which is bring a mate <laughs> and your mate will get in for free. <laughs> so half of them paid. So, 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 <laughs> or they have no mates. Yeah, is it, is it, talk about, isn't that a, a modern social issue? Is that South friends have no friends?
1: Yeah. Well, you know, I, that's ridiculous to have 7,000 people on a Friday night at ANZ Stadium. It's a short round. The teams are depleted. It's cold. It's the second last night of Vivid. I agree with what <laughs> – it's true. People have better things to do, right? And, and I agree with what Michael Ennis said on the coverage after the game. That is a – NRL really dropped the ball there because that is a perfect opportunity to take that game to a rural area in front of a crowd that would love to see a Rabbits game like that.
0: Mm, absolutely. Yeah. But you know what? Another reason why they're, why they're um – followers, oh God, why the crowd was quite depleted for the South, so the, uh, you know, bring a mate. I don't think they have any mates left because of that Superman jersey. Oh, you oh,
1: think yeah. the jersey's causing people to, maybe, maybe we are the problem. Maybe, maybe we us are. us bagging out the Rabbits jerseys has made them turn away. Well,
2: well we could be partly responsible, so I apologise to the NRL for that. And I think that the Superman jersey is a more likely reason than the fact that it was the second night of, last night of Vivid, Yeah. to be well, honest. Oh, I just can't see a huge overlap between South Sydney Rabbitoh supporters Should we and go to Camp the... Coke concert or Should something go-
1: like that. Go- Go to oh, the Chris, game or go see the band. lights? What do you reckon? Well, oh, let's go to the lights, eh?
0: Well, speaking of vivid... <laughs> Goldfrap
1: or rabbits? Goldfrap or rabbits? Which of these?
0: Conrad Hurrell was livid during that game. There you go. Let's nice. bring it back.
2: Yes. Yeah. Nice. And he um, blew up when there was a call from the referees. And in fact, both... Uh, teams actually had to restrain him from going the referee and Conrad's had a few issues with blow things uh, over his career. Blow things? <laughs> he'll, always be, he'll always be fondly remembered.
0: I was, I was drinking water when you said that.
2: For one of those uh, Instagrammy things that might involve him and a, and a female protagonist in a motor vehicle situation.
1: Okay, can you be more
2: specific, please, Not really. <laughs> really not really. Not in this really. time slot. But the key or the clue is in the word blow. Yeah. Okay. All right.
0: So yep. he's, a, he's, a, he's a naughty boy. But it's not the... The you know the coke round okay. kind of blow that we had earlier in okay, the year.
1: Okay, right. Actually,
0: yeah. so like on our second show, when I got in trouble for saying the phrase "huffing dong," that's, yeah. that's
1: yeah. the one we're looking for.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, I didn't. Jamie said it was his favourite part of the show. I got in trouble for something <laughs> else. Never mind. Yeah.
1: Uh, so is he is he right to be that angry? I mean, did he have a valid reason to be angry on the ground, or is he? Just... No, no, no,
2: you've got to channel the emotion, yeah. and you've got to make sure that you don't let it get better of you. When they were f- making their last charge. <laughs> He made a fantastic call, did a quick tap on a penalty, yep. rumbled up the field mm-hmm. and then blew the play the ball. See? That word again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is the Back Row on Sydney's Triple M. Go baby, go go. That's the one. And go to iTunes or your favorite podcasting app and subscribe to our podcast The Back Row Catch Up. We want to beat the Grill team in the ratings. Totally totally possible.
1: Now, we've all, we talked about a lot, a lot about Origin this week. It's coming up on Wednesday. And it's not like me to get mad about something as exciting as Origin, but I I do have a little bit of a complaint about Origin, and I've been thinking this for a couple of years now. Mm -hmm. I think the process of Origin in general is too drawn out. There's too much. There's three weeks gap between each game And it affects so much club footy. I'm so invested in club footy that Origin is such an exciting thing, but it gets in the way of a lot of club footy. Mm. So I have a theory. I know they're changing the format next year for Origin, but I have a theory. I think it needs to be even more condensed. I say we do it in a two-week period. We have a Monday night game, a Saturday night game, a Friday night game. You've got a five-day turnaround for each game. So you're saying three Origins in two weeks? Three Origins in two weeks. I'm saying we start the Festival of Origin. Three and two. Yes. Right. Three games in two weeks. It's a public holiday for New South Wales and Queensland for that entire fortnight. Oh, okay. <laughs> Everyone gets the... In-
0: suddenly I'm on board. Yeah, yeah. Suddenly it
1: makes some sense <laughs> You to
0: are the, the Jeremy Corbyn of Rugby League. Right, because at the moment we've got to set up game
1: one, ah, and then it happens, and then we all just forget about Origin. Then, oh, game two, ah, and then, you know, it's like it, there's too much. If you can just have two weeks, you can make it like a Festival of the Dead type thing where C- Sydney and New South Wales goes all blue and Queensland goes up, We can have parades bagging out each other's states oh, and then yes. you just have three games of hard origin footy. Rose, I admire your vision, but of
2: course you're clearly wrong. What? Why? First of all, you just heard Jared Haynes said he was a jelly leg oh, zombie yeah, stuff for forty of minutes. First of all,
0: dead tired, am I right, guys? <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> nyuck, nyuck, nyuck,
2: nyuck. I don't I don't want to see <laughs> people end up in hospital as a result of your ridiculous suggestion. Look, it's the very, physical cost is too great.
1: Oh, stop it with the physical cost. There's a solution to this. You draft two teams for each state. There's two New South Wales teams, two Queensland teams. Oh. You have a whole team sitting on the sideline like NFL. If anyone gets hurt. Get him off! Get another player in! There's a position for everyone.
0: Oh, so when you say two teams, you mean like one team, but with double the players. You don't, you don't mean like an A team and a B team. A squad
1: of 34. A New South Wales and New South Wales B. Terrible.
2: <laughs> Terrible for the environment. The printing costs on the programs would go through the roof. <laughs> and whilst it would be good for bunting sales, I agree that people festooning their houses and offices in maroon and blue colours. <laughs> Think of all the people who would suffer. Journalists have written hundreds of articles oh, about if he plays well, they'll win Origin. Yeah. Right. right. Where will they use those if they haven't got time to spread them over nine weeks? <laughs> um what about what, if, if you condense Origin to two weeks, yeah. you condemn Kevin Walters, Laurie Daly and their respective support staffs to appear in the unemployment statistics because you can't possibly be regarded as a full time job for two weeks worth of work. This will not happen. Okay, listen. I'm Up willing... until
0: this season, I would be happy to see Laurie Daly in the unemployment queue, but now love you, love you, Laurie. Always have. Great job.
1: I'm willing to compromise, Chris. I'm willing to go to three weeks, right? Because my issue is that it's getting in the way of rugby league club footy, right? I'm willing to go three weeks, but only if it starts after the season. So Mad Monday, the night of Mad Monday, Origin 1. And if it's a three-week format, there's three weeks of public holidays? Yes. I'm on board.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Great song. And this is The Back Row with A.H. Chris and Rose.
2: A.H., by the way, that is my favourite Queen song of all time, Mm. Somebody to Love. I can tell you what isn't the favourite Queen song of all time for all South fans based on the roll-up. At ANZ last Friday, with invite your friend for free. Mm-hmm. You're my best friend. I mean, oh. it just, no. <laughs> just doesn't resonate to South fans at all. That, that, was, a, say, that
0: was a great setup to a solid punchline.
1: I think you say fat bottom girls, but know, yeah, go on.
2: There will be a small contingent of Maroon fans out at ANZ on Wednesday, and this is just my guide to help the average person, the average spectator, identify when somebody is a Maroons fan.
0: Mm hmm. Right, or, okay. Or, or a
2: Maroons fan. I just love saying Maroon, because yeah. I love Maroon, to calling the footy.
0: Yeah, we love him. Go on then. We love you, Anthony.
2: Okay, you know you're a Queensland fan when you hate Paul Gallen, but you always buy two hats, just in case he's right. <laughs> <laughs> the second one is very uh, opposite, because today the blessed news has come through that Beyonce has had twins. Oh, yay. Yes. Yes, and, um, yes,
0: Queen. Yes, exactly
2: on. right. And you know that you're a Maroons fan when you name your twin sons Mal and Meninga. <laughs> and I'm not discounting that this might not happen for Beyoncé and Jay-Z.
1: Mal Knowles.
2: You know you're a <laughs> Exactly. You know you're a Queensland fan when you recognize only two rugby league immortals, the King and Big (laughs) Artie. You know that you're a Queensland fan when you've seen Queensland win 10 of the last 11 series, but you wrote a letter to Kevin Walters this week asking the team to lift their game.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that is so like, all right, princess. That's, oh my God. Born to
2: rule. It's like the Dragons in the 50s and the 60s.
1: Boycott origin.
2: Uh, You know that you're a Maroons fan when you're very slow to treat your kids when they have sore throats because they sound more like
0: Darren Lockheed. Give me a sore throat. And finally in my
2: primer to identify people out there at ANZ Stadium on Wednesday, you know that you're a Queensland fan when you see Mick Cronin in the street and you go up and you punch him. (laughs) (laughs)
0: This is the background on City's Triple App. We're nearly done. Lucky you. This is the back row. Uh, AH, Chris Rose, Triple M Sydney 104.9 or the podcast, the back row catch up on iTunes and all your favourite podcasting apps. It's time now for back rower of the week. This is where we elevate someone, something from the week that's just happened into our ideal rugby league team for some reason, yes. Andrew Rose, who is your back rower of the week?
1: Well, ah, I was going to give the back rower week of the week to the entire Sharky Boys NYC team. Ah, yes. Hang on,
0: go the, the young Sharky Boys.
1: Yes, the Sharky Lads, as I like to call the them, the Sharky Lads, the, gubby,
0: the Wobby Gongs.
1: <laughs> they beat the Tigers <laughs> last, oh, screw last you. night. That was a good one. Eighty-four points to six. 84 points to six. So I was going to put the entire Sharks NYC team as my back row. But I'm actually going to go with my niece and nephew, Matthew and Charlotte. Little twins just turned nine yesterday. Two redheads. Boy and a girl, they're gonna be the future Moz brothers. They're gonna they're gonna come out and they're gonna be flick passing to each other in grand finals before we know it. Happy birthday, Maddie and Charlotte. Do
2: they play footy? Because Maddie and Charlotte, I think the Tigers under twenties team could use you.
1: Yes, yeah. I'm already running at them in the backyard at Easter and Christmas, so you know it's gonna be no time before they're performing at top level.
0: Oh, that's why you put... Okay, right. Okay. I thought there was more of an explanation. Nope. Sorry. I know that they get to stay up to listen to the show as well. So I, there, was no, no, there was no... they're big podcasters. They're big podcasts Big into right. iTunes. Back row catch up on iTunes and your favourite podcasting app. Chris Gale, who's your back row of this? I have week? two
2: second rowers, AH. Uh-huh. Uh, one that really does speak to the rugby league community. Former player, coach, CEO and chairman, Paul Broughton. Mm. Included in his uh, CV coach of the tigers pretty much created the gold coast titans received an order of a medal order of australia medal this week in the queen's birthday honors nice he's a great figure in the game uh 86 years young and the man whose passion and vision still is to take rugby league to china and i mean he's in talks with your mate trump yeah about where does he want to take the game china exactly <laughs> And pairing with the great Paul Broughton is Miley Cyrus, who Uh made the very, very welcome announcement this week that she's giving up the weed. Smart. Because she had a nightmare that she was comparing Saturday Night Live and died on stage. Her nightmare... For the rest of us, perhaps it's just a dream come true. Could be great ratings oh. right there. Top ratings. Oh. I mean, dying as in not doing well. Yeah, yeah. You know, oh, like
0: okay. the routine.
2: Physically
1: dying alive yeah, yeah. you know, like on I'm television. Like dying out here. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like, that's a bit. that's a bit grim and brutal. No, <laughs> no, no,
1: no, no. I'm no, glad no, no. Miley's got her oh, life how, into water, though. How good
0: would it be if that chick died?
1: Comedy speak. Yeah. Yeah. She's grown Comedy up gosh, finally, gosh, that Miley, yeah. hasn't <laughs> she? Kick the
0: gack. Well, my <laughs> <laughs>
1: What's the
2: deal I tell with her? You what,
0: whenever whenever there's a drug scandal in the game, like I'm so tired of I've been wanting to say this for a long time. I'm so tired of newsreaders being like, you know, he was found with, you know, blah 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 of amphetamine. For once I want to hear a newsreader say, like, he was found with about half a bag of gak.
1: Yeah, he Just was, once. He's found in a club on the bizzo. Let's cut to George, who's at the club right now. <laughs> that, that
2: would be, yet again, more sad decline in the world of
1: journalism. Who's your back rower of this week? Eh, My
2: Hunch?
0: back rower of the week is Brad Fittler. Now, nice. if you were watching the Channel 9 coverage of that last game, or if you've been on Twitter or anything over the last hour and a half, you would know that in that game, he, he with across the camera, he started talking about the long nipples on the stadium. N- nipple Nipples on the ball, referring to dimple, dimples on the ball. But oh. he said, nipples on the ball. And then he was even asked, don't you, you mean dimples, right? Yeah, yeah, And he responded, no, they're, they're nipples. He's he's talking about ball nipples. Oh. Now, a lot of people didn't get it. They think that it's just classic Freddie kookiness. But actually, he's doing his part for Australian health across the genders and <laughs> raising awareness. Because his point is, albeit subliminally, his point is, if you spot any dimpling on your nipples or your breasts, that can be a sign of an abnormality, including cancer, and you should go and see your GP. Additionally, if you find any dimpling or something reminiscent of a nipple on your steedens, on your balls... Go see a doctor oh. So thank you Freddie Fittler For oh. helping spread the word About regular checkups Just doing his bit Great for the game Freddie he's Great a nice, Australian
1: He's been great in media Hasn't he He's I a, love Awesome Great career after Hitting people in the head yeah. Full time <laughs> he's, he's, a, he's a chirpy guy And you know what Also I, I mentioned this Before the show I work for the dogs And before the games start Almost every game Freddie is out there In his suit Ready to do media Kicking the ball around With one of the ball boys Aww. Every time he's just, He just loves foot. He just wants to Get his hand on a footy He's a diamond geezer
0: well, that's a, that's a beautiful note to end on. This has been the show. Chris Gale, final thoughts.
2: I'm off to a beautician AH to get my <laughs> neck tattoo removed, get fitted for my Merkin, and get my dimples pierced.
0: <laughs> Andrew Gale. Uh, oh. Andrew oh, Gale. Hang
2: on. I know we
0: look alike. No. You were a great player, Andrew oh. Gale. No, that was Andrew Gaze. Oh, whatever. Cr-
1: <laughs> I'm having <laughs> a Miley Rose. Cyrus moment right now.
0: <laughs> oh, clearly too much Gak. Uh, Andrew Rose, final thoughts?
1: Well, you know, it's it's do or die for the Blues right now. We, we, we got to win on Wednesday. We've got to seal it here. I'm very nervous about this because we have a tendency to kind of drop the ball figuratively, in our home games. They've revamped the Team Queensland. We have had no changes. It's our time. We've got to win the title on Wednesday. Go the Blues.
0: Well, that is the show, except we'll also have some extra podcast-only content up on there. The back row, catch up on iTunes, and your favourite podcasting app. So if you are listening to the podcast right now, this next one's for you, baby. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe and then you can. I'm AH Kayleigh. I'll see you next week. Bye.